global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. And I'm Karen Moscow. The Bloomberg Futures Report brought to you by Interactor Brokers and CME Group. If you're looking for global futures contracts with low trading costs, look no further. Interactive Brokers is the industry leader. Learn more at interactivebrokers.com slash CME Group. Futures this morning are little changed to higher, with the S&P 500 at a four-month high as oil declines and investors assess corporate earnings. We check the markets every 15 minutes throughout the trading day on Bloomberg. S&P E-mini futures up three points, Dow E-mini futures up two, NASDAQ E-mini futures up seven, DAX in Germany's up a quarter percent, 10-year Treasury little change, yield 1.78 percent, NYMEX crude oil down 2.4 percent or $1 to $40.08 a barrel, COMEX gold little change up 40 cents at 1254.70 an ounce. The euro, $1.1364. The yen, 109.33. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Tom and Mike. Karen Mosca, thank you very much. We're talking with Vanguard founder Jack Bogle about, um, well, the kind of investing you should do these days. And, of course, Jack, uh, who created the first mutual funds, is all in favor of passive uh, investing versus active. But Tom raised some good points about uh, what's going on in the fixed income market with uh, bond portfolios these days, Jack. And I, I wanted to follow up on that. And uh, you know, is there reason to be concerned in this kind of environment? Well, what we know is we, we don't know a lot, okay? Let's, let's be honest about that. But what we do know is the yield you get today has a very high correlation with the total return you'll get in the next decade. And then, and everybody, investors should always look way ahead and not try and speculate on what happens today or tomorrow. And the yields are low. Our, our uh, total bond market fund yields, I think, around 2.2%. Our intermediate term bond index yields about, I believe, about 2.6 or 2.7% because it has less governments in it. And uh, that's, that's the kind of yields you're able to get. Now, the one, it seems like, I mean, there are very low yields historically, no question about that. But the reality is that the yeah. historic yields had about a 3%, 3.5% inflation rate into them, and today the inflation rate is close to zero. So look, looking at yields on a real basis after inflation, they're really not that far from the yields over the long okay. term. Okay. Jack, this is really important. The Vanguard Total Bond Fund has a sharp ratio. There's any number of ways to measure it. And I just looked at a leading blue chip active manager fund, 92nd percentile, five years, 91st percentile. It's doing great. The sharp ratio is less than half of the bond return. Should our listeners take risk in equities or should they be in bonds for less volatility? Uh, well, I like owning bonds for less volatility, but I don't like volatile bond funds. And what drags that particular fund, I, I think I know which one you're talking about, what drags them down in sharp ratio, risk-adjusted return, is they may have a good return, but they also have a high risk. And I don't think this is any time to take risk on the bond side of the portfolio. There's plenty of risk on the stock side of the, stock side of the portfolio. And so I think you want you can't eliminate risk on the bond side, but right. you want to minimize it. And this is so critical, folks, whether and I'm not saying I have an opinion on this, but Mr. Bogle, the idea that there's eighteen flavors, you know, think Howard Johnson's a years ago in the Orange Roofs up in New England. There's twenty eight flavors of bond funds. Which should we avoid? 
I'd avoid all of them except the total bond market or certain sectors of the total bond market. I mean, my own personal favorite is the intermediate-term bond index. Uh, I think being in the long-term bond index may, may perform better, who really knows, but it's going to be very volatile. And going into a short-term bond index is is going to get get you a very low yield. So it's it's like that. Um, Tommy, you probably have never confronted this. That Sears Roebuck battery salesman that says, "Buy the one in the middle." <laughs> That's what I would do. But stay with quality. Stay with intermediate term and not yeah. short or long. What is so sad, Mike? And Mike, you're too young to remember this. <laughs> I would suggest Jack. Ninety percent of our audience doesn't know what Sears half buck is. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it's, it's amazing, Mike, how times moved on. Like Sears Roebuck. Right. What's that? <laughs> and and Montgomery Ward. Let's not forget uh, old Montgomery. The, the, Mike, uh, I want to say quickly, the total bond fund that Mr. Bogle speaks of is 44% sovereign right now. Let me ask you this, Jack. Uh, in, uh, yeah, the, the intermediate term is around, I think, 30 and uh, I, I don't think the typical investor really needs to have 44, 45% in, in um, sovereign yeah. funds, uh, U.S. treasuries. And when you add mortgage backs, it, it comes all the way up to 70% treasury guaranteed mortgage backs. If I want to buy, and I'll, I'll switch back a little bit to equities here, if I want to buy an index, is it better to buy a fund or an ETF? Well, I like the, the idea of a fund. Uh, traditional index fund, uh, S&P 500 is good. That's the favorite of Warren Buffett. Not only in this bet he has, and he's winning, running away with his, with a hedge fund manager, uh, but he also has 90% of his wife's the trustees leaving to his wife invested in the S&P 500. So if you believe that Buffett knows what he's doing, and I don't know who doesn't believe that, uh, S&P 500. If, if you think, well, maybe we ought to take a little bit of risk out of that, and buy, um, make sure I include large cap, small cap stocks and mid cap stocks. Then you can buy Vanguard Total Stock Market. They'll have similar performance. It's just a question of which you like. Right. But too much choice is not helpful. What are you going to do on May eighth? It's your eighty seventh birthday, and 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 May eighth. Did you, you gather the clan around? Just taking the queen in election. <laughs> are you going to go see the queen? What are you going to do for your birthday, Jack? Well, actually, it's, that's kind of a funny story, Tom. We, we, we don't make a big celebration out of my normal birthdays because I got a heart transplant 20 years ago, still beating away here, and we make a big deal out of my 20th heart birthday, which was February, uh, February 21st cool. of this year. Cool. And we had um, 25 bogles there and uh, 15 sherrods. That's my wife's family, my wife's right. side. Uh, so there were 40 of us, all family, and it was one of the great evenings of all time. They came from all over the country, and we had a, a really nice celebration. And uh, so I think we will take it a little bit easy when I get to 87, assuming, of course, that I make it there, which I expect to. <laughs> Absolutely. Very good. Jack, thank you so much. Jack Bogle, we will speak to you, no doubt, uh, sometime in the next uh, quarter. He is uh, the founder of so much of Princeton and Pennsylvania. Uh, futures up three. Dow futures flat. We need to get the markets open and then a most spirited discussion with the owner of the first place, Baltimore Orioles. We're counting down to the opening bell, brought to you by the Jeep Grand Cherokee, the most awarded SUV ever. The Grand Cherokee continues to raise the bar with its luxurious interior and legendary 4x4 capability. Drive one at your local Jeep dealer today. <laughs> 